Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. You are about to listen to season four, episode 10, which is a very special episode. It is the third episode we're doing on the 30 for 30 by 30 challenge. So if you haven't listened to the previous two, I'll remind you what that is. It's a challenge I've personally set for myself to identify 30 habits that are meant to improve happiness in life. Do each of those habits for 30 days each over the next 30 months because I figured out that by the time I finish it, right at the end point, I will be turning 30. And I thought that was quite poetic. Now, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're past 30, ages away from 30, whatever. You are more than welcome to join in on this challenge uh, by doing the different happiness habits that we discuss on the show. So we've already spoken about the first one, which was being more mindful in our life. The second one, which was knowing and playing to your character strengths. And today we're going to talk about the third happiness habit in the 30 for 30 by 30 challenge, which is gratitude, specifically a very intentional gratitude practice. Now, if you listened to last week's episode about being a recovering high achiever, you would know that we mentioned in there as well that gratitude uh, is a very powerful antidote to some of the drawbacks of being a high achiever type personality. Uh, So, make sure if you're someone who just wants to be happier in life, if you're someone who's sick of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, this is definitely one to check out. It's definitely one to listen to. I will say at the start of the episode, if you are loving this show, please, please, please make sure you subscribe, you review. Uh, If you listen to Apple Podcasts, you can give us five stars and write a lovely little sentence. Again, it doesn't take much of your time, but it makes the world of difference to us. This is something that my team and I at BU put out as our gift to the world, as a free resource, as a way of helping people like yourself begin building their toolkit towards a happier and more thriving life. And the reason we're able to do that is because of people supporting the show. So, If you could do that, share it on your social media, spread it around. It really does make a difference and helps us as a movement and as an organization move towards our vision of growing global well-being one mind at a time. So with that said, let's get straight into this episode and talk about all things gratitude. Okay, so this one's going to be a pretty short and sweet episode. I mean, I could almost summarize this whole episode into one sentence, which is gratitude do it more often. (laughs) That would be the summary. See, what is so true about gratitude is the amount of research that's coming out showing that when we intentionally and consciously tap into a feeling of gratitude or we practice gratitude, we feel happier. Not only do we feel happier, but we do better things for ourselves. There's been studies that show when we're grateful for our bodies, we actually look after them better. When we're grateful for money, we do better at managing it. When we're grateful for our relationships, we invest our time and energy into maintaining them. It's fascinating how gratitude not only impacts our happiness and well-being, but our behavior in life. And obviously, if it shifts our behavior, it shifts our results. It then becomes a nice little self-fueling cycle because it brings us more things to be grateful for. So, what do I mean by by gratitude? Well, first and foremost, you may have heard just that I said when we feel grateful or when we do gratitude. And that's because gratitude or gratefulness is both a feeling and a behavior, right? So, we can feel grateful in our life for things. There's probably been plenty of moments in your life when you look back where you're like, oh, I'm actually really grateful for this. Big, small, recent, long ago, whatever. Like, you've, you've experienced that feeling before. 
But gratitude is also a practice that we can build. So we can build habits or behaviors that allow us to tap into the feeling of gratitude more often. And the cool thing about that is obviously, as I spoke about, changes our behavior, gives us great results in life. It can also help us be more resilient when we're going through a tough time. And it can have a ripple effect where when we're practicing gratitude and tapping into a feeling of gratitude, it actually inspires those around us to do the same. So what a beautiful gift to give the world. Now, how do we go about tapping into gratitude? Well, you don't just put up posts on Instagram that say hashtag grateful AF. (laughs) That's not the way to do it. How we go about tapping into gratitude and what I will be doing uh, throughout this month's uh, 30 for 30 by 30 challenge is we do something called a gratitude practice. Now, I'm going to give you a few different examples and options. I personally know which one I prefer, but you can move between them. So, the first one is called a gratitude journal. And this is where you have a book that sits by the bed or it follows you around or hell, you can write it in notes. So, I believe there's even apps these days for gratitude journaling uh, that you can keep on your phone. And it's where we write down, now the most evidence-based one, the most research type of this practice is to write down three things that you're grateful for each day and why you're grateful for them. Now, that's the kicker because when we write what we're grateful for, the what is what opens the door to tap into gratitude, but the why is what allows us to step into it. I like to say, you know, the what gets the the pan frying, but the why allows us to really marinate and sort of simmer in the source of gratitude for a bit and just feel a lot better about ourselves and about life. So, sometimes I find particularly if uh, members of ours at BU, so members of our happiness coaching programs, uh, if they're going through a particularly challenging chapter of their life, it can be hard to find three things that you're grateful for each day. So, I like to remind them, these can be small things They don't have to be big and mind-blowing. You can use the same ones a couple of days in a row, although do try and challenge yourself to expand it. Um, And you can even use little prompts. So for me, for example, I like to use prompts of what is a small moment today that I was grateful for that I might have otherwise overlooked. That's always been a powerful one for me. There might be a little interaction somewhere. It might just be the weather. It might be quality time with my dog. I'm currently looking at him having a nap whilst I record this. That's a nice gratitude moment. He's looking real cute. We've got a a lovely dog called Teddy. I'm getting sidetracked by how cute he is. Um, He's a chocolate lab cross staffy. He definitely contributes to our happiness. Um, He comes to work sometimes and comes to the BU office. Anyway, small moment uh, that I might have otherwise overlooked. That one might end up in my gratitude journal today. Uh, The second one I like to use as a prompt is who am I grateful for today and why? Now, this could be someone that I've known for a long time, could be a family member, a close friend, or it could just be someone I had an interaction with in passing. And then the third one, it's the most challenging, but I find it to be the most beneficial when it comes to increasing happiness. That is, what is something about myself that I'm grateful for today? That can be something about my body or my appearance. It can be something about my character, about my personality. It could be something about my past. Doesn't matter, just something about me. So I'd encourage you to find something about yourself that you're grateful for each day and why. So that gratitude journal is the first practice we can lean into when it comes to cultivating gratitude in our life. The second one we can lean into is what's called expressed gratitude. So expressed gratitude is as simple as it sounds, saying thank you more often. 
actually pointing out when things are going well, complimenting people more, celebrating our own wins more and and inviting other people and encouraging them to celebrate our wins with us. So often in life, our mind is in problem-solving mode. It's looking for what's wrong and what needs to be fixed or what needs to be done. It's ticking the boxes on a to-do list. And when we have that approach to life, we forget to spend some quality time looking at what's going well and what's right and what we're really enjoying in life. And so bringing more gratitude into our vocabulary, saying thank you to people more, celebrating people's successes, celebrating our own success, it's such a nice way to express gratitude. It's such a nice way for us to tap into gratitude and to feel it. And it's obviously a great booster for our happiness and our well-being. Now, our third one is a gratitude meditation. Now, you can get guided versions of this, I believe, on Headspace and on Calm. Uh, You can go to classes or you can just practice meditating yourself. Um, I know our our coach, our head of coaching and development at BU, Amy Rankin, who is phenomenal, has a fantastic podcast called Nourishing Amy, which I highly recommend checking out. She does a lot of guided meditations on that as well. But gratitude meditation is basically just doing a meditation, so becoming present, non-judgmental, and aware, turning our attention inward for a little bit of our life, and slowing down, getting a little bit of breathing room from our mind, and tapping back into the feeling of gratitude. And the cool thing about that is you can actually explore the feeling. Like, well, where does gratitude sit in my body? Where do I feel it the most? Is it warm or cool? Is it heavy or light? How would I describe the feeling of gratitude to someone who's never experienced it before? Those sort of questions and those sort of self-reflection and emotional reflection allow us to better understand gratitude, better be aware of it, and therefore better nurture it. So, for example, you could do that right now while you listen to this. You can ask yourself, When was a time in my life I felt really grateful? And when you find that memory, revisit it. See what you saw at the time, hear what you heard, feel what you were feeling. And no right or wrong answer with no judgment. You can be curious about asking, if my hand was to go to the origin point of gratitude in my body, where would it want to go? Sit around the chest, the stomach, the head, hands, feet, legs, shoulders, there's no right or wrong. And once your hand goes there, like, why did my hand know to go there? What is it about this feeling that led my hand there? Is, is there a temperature change? Is, is it heavier or light? Is there color associated with gratitude? Is there a sensation associated with gratitude? Be curious about exploring what gratitude feels like to you because as much as there's going to be common themes, you'll have your own experience of this feeling of gratitude. I always say to people, emotions are much like cake. You know, cake has some common foundations and themes that all of us will share, but then everyone puts their own spin on it. You know, all of us will have common themes when it comes to gratitude, but you'll have your own spin and own experience on what specifically gratitude feels like to you and what it means to you as an individual. So as I said, all the research is showing that gratitude dramatically increases our own happiness, improves our performance in life, 
actually leads to better results in life and spreads a ripple effect that helps other people. I said at the start, I could summarize this whole show into one sentence. I'm going to do it again. Gratitude, do more of it. Take your pick out of those three practices and then do it for the next 30 days. Feel free to join me. And if you do, put it all over your social media. Tag me, uh, Declan Edwards underscore BU or tag the show and the company BU underscore coaching. I'd love to be involved with it. Also use the hashtag 3430 by 30. That way I can get involved and we can keep each other accountable and celebrate each other uh, and really, hey, show some gratitude towards each other as well and support each other's gratitude practice for the next 30 days of this challenge. But with that said, that brings us to the end of yet another episode. So I'm going to throw to Nate and say, Nate, take it away and take us to the outro. And thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning into this week's episode and giving back to yourself by doing so. As always, make sure you like the show, subscribe to it, review it, share it with friends. Hell, put it out to the world. Tell tell your colleagues about it, whatever you want to do. Spread that positive ripple effect and keep making an impact. Now, really excitingly, I did want to share as well some cool news. I shared last episode that we have a brand new website and some of you guys have already checked it out, been accessing things like the happiness scorecard, been coming along to our monthly masterclass hacking happiness, both of which those resources are free. Uh, It's a nice way for you to lean into increasing your happiness in life and to test the waters and get a feel for us, see if you like what we do. But excitingly, I know there's a few of you who listen to the show who really want to lean into growing your happiness and accelerating your happiness so that you can really fulfill your potential in life and really thrive. You know, you want to learn how to overcome stress, overwhelm anxiety. You want to stop getting in your own way and you really want to start, as I said, thriving instead of just surviving and ticking the boxes of life but not really feeling like you're getting anywhere. Now, the best way to do that is to join one of our happiness coaching programs There's a ton of information about it on the new website. You can check it all out, including pricing, inclusions, uh, what's involved in it, success rates. You can hear stories from uh, other members and graduates of ours. It's an incredible thing to check out. But really excitingly is we're opening a few more spots for people to start their freshman year at BU and to really take that next step in their happiness journey. The reason we're able to do this is one of our amazing coaches uh, Amy Rankin, who who hosts the Nourishing Amy podcast. She's the head of our coaching and development at BU. She's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, she's actually just about to come back from maternity leave. So Amy had her first child in uh, 2020. I know, what a year to, uh, to do it. And she's starting to get ready to come back on board and uh, work really, really closely with a small number of people to help them really thrive and accelerate their happiness and their personal development. So if you want to have a spot on the program, working with myself directly, working with Amy, working with Jess, this is the best time to do it. This is your best opportunity because I guarantee those spots are going to book out so quickly. Uh, So make sure you head to the website. I'll leave the link in the show notes. You find out more about the coaching program, you come along to Hacking Happiness or you give us a call or an email and say, hey, I want to do this. And we're really looking forward to welcoming you on board to the program. Until the next time we talk, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and be you.